Giving a money pick Money pick If your basement needs a pump Or your place looks like a dump You're living a money pit Money pit Pick up the telephone Fix up your home sweet home I call an 888 money pit The money pit is presented by Trex Decking Dice Coatings The Angie App QuickCrete and SunTouch.com Now here are Tom and Leslie Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you take on the projects you want to get done or plan for projects you want to tackle in the weeks and months ahead because we are quickly approaching the end of the summer here. We've got a couple of weeks left, I think, technically speaking. When does summer end? Isn't it uh, like it's September twenty uh, first is the first day of fall? I was just say the fifteenth. Oh, is that what it's twenty first? Okay, so we got yeah, a couple of weeks, maybe three weeks left, depending on when you're hearing this show, and that's a great time to start thinking about what you're going to do after the summer because it's going to get cold eventually. You're going to want to zip up your house, keep the energy inside of it. You might want to maybe spruce up some more spaces so when you move your outdoor office, I always call my porch my outdoor office back inside when it gets too cold. You might want to make that space nicer. Maybe it's a project you want to do yourself. Maybe it's one you want to get some help, hire a pro. Whatever is on your to-do list, you can slide it right over to ours when you reach out to us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. That's our phone number, 888-666-3974. Or you can also post your questions at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, do you love your outdoor spaces? Well, if those spaces are limited to the backyard, the Department of Energy says you may be missing a big opportunity in other spaces. It's called a social front yard. We're going to explain this new growing trend and how to take advantage of the other side of your property in just a bit. All right. And also coming up, do you have a deck that needs a makeover? Well, between the splinters and the staining, a wood deck can take a lot of fun out of your summer weekends. But now there's a better option available at Lowe's called a Trex Deck Kit, which makes updating or even replacing your deck with beautiful new composite decking a breeze. We'll explain just ahead. And with all the recent summer storms, did you have a tree or two taken down? Or maybe it came down on its own? Well, what about the stump that was left behind? We're going to share four easy options to make that disappear. Plus, do you have any big projects you want to take on? We've got a big giveaway that can help. We're giving away a Wagner Control Pro 170 high-efficiency airless paint sprayer, and that we have ready to send out to one lucky listener. I love my Control Pro. It makes it easy for DIYers to tackle paint projects like decks or fences or even an entire house. This giveaway is worth 379 bucks, so it is a good one. If you want to win it, you must reach out to us with your home improvement questions. Now, the Wagner Control Pro line is available exclusively at Lowe's, but we do have this one to give away to one listener to run at random. Make that you. Reach out to us now with those questions. one money pit Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first? Sharon in Georgia, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Hi, I'm interested in tearing down a wall that's between two two rooms, and I'm wondering if I can do that by myself. I don't have any experience at all, or if I, it's something that I would need to have an expert do. Maybe, maybe not. It depends. <laughs> What's in the wall? Is it load-bearing? Yeah. I, yeah, how do you tell that? Well, where where is this wall? First of all, what kind of house do you have? What shape is your house? Is it I have colonial, a, um, a ranch? Bi, uh, what do you call it? Uh, by level, by level, okay. Upstairs part and the downstairs part. Right, and where is the where is the wall? The wall is two. It's 
two bedrooms and the wall is right between the two bedrooms. Hmm. So is it parallel with the front wall of the house and the back wall of the house or is it or is it perpendicular? It is perpendicular. It's most likely not a bearing wall. That is my um Site unseen assessment. I could be wrong, but it's most likely not because usually in a bi level, the only bearing wall is the center wall that goes down the middle parallel with the front and the back uh, uh, wall of the house. But even that said, you know, what you can do as a do it yourself is you can tear out the drywall and, you know, get to that. But remember, once you do that, Sharon, you're going to be having, you're going to be looking at plumbing, you could be looking at heating ducts, you could be looking at wiring. Not to mention the fact that you're going to have to patch all that drywall. So there's a lot to it. I really, I thought I could be a do-it-yourselfer. I really wanted to do it the project myself. Well, look, you, you can you can do it yourself. We don't want you to become a do-it-to-yourselfer. All right. So you oh, really right. should not be doing the electrical work yourself. What you could do, I about that part. yeah. What you could do is take apart all the drywall. That's easy to do. But again, if, yeah, take if, out the trim, take down the drywall. Yeah, I mean, maybe if you get it all ready, you can have a carpenter just come pull the wall out and electrician rear on the outlet, and you'll be done. All right. Well, I just wanted some expert advice about that. All right. I'm glad you told me before I got in the middle of it. Exactly. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Howard in Michigan, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I built a cedar deck about ten years ago, and I cleaned it and stained it about. Uh, four, about four or five years ago, and uh, it needs to be stained again. And I'm just wondering, uh, when I stained it the first time, I washed it. I didn't sand it. I just washed it really good with deck cleaner and stained it. Now I'm wondering if I should wash it and sand it and stain it again or if I should use a darker stain. Well, you got four years out of it, correct? Yes. And that's generally, you know, with a good quality stain on a horizontal surface, you're going to get three to five years as a duration. So at this point, you know, and was it a solid color stain or a sheer or semi-transparent? I'm sorry. Yeah, I used a semi-transparent stain the first time. Okay, so at this point, I don't think you need to sand it down. I would do the same thing. I would do a good deck cleaning, get off whatever is loose. Um... You know, if there are some areas that are troublesome or it seems as if, you know, the stain is doing something tricky, you could strip it, but I don't think you really need to. And once you've prepped it properly, I would go with a solid color stain at this point because you're getting more graying, because, you know, you've done a semi-transparent before. And a solid color stain is going to give you, you know, a heavier pigmentation, but still allow you to see the graining through to let, you know, the natural beauty of the wood show. But it's going to last you a little bit longer. You're looking at a five to seven year duration if everything is prepped properly. Okay, that's what I want. All right, good luck with that project, Howard. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to AIRDOCTORPRO.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Hey guys, if you have a big project to take on over the upcoming Labor Day weekend, we have got a big giveaway that just might help because we have the Wagner Control Pro 170 High Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer to give away to one very lucky, very fortunate DIY listener. Now, Wagner's Control Pro 170, this paint sprayer allows homeowners to take on big projects themselves instead of hiring a contractor. It's going to save you some money. And the paint sprayer features up to 55% less overspray than traditional airless sprayers, and it goes on three times faster than a roller. So it's going to get done quickly. It's going to use less paint. It's available both in-store and online at Lowe's Home Improvement, but we've got one to give away to one lucky listener. So make that you. you got to reach out to us with your question. We will draw one name out of the Money Pit hard hat and send off that Wagner Control Pro to you. The number here is one eight eight eight. Money pit. Rose in Pennsylvania is on the line who has a problem, and I'm sorry to say, in this horrific hot summer, cooling her home. Tell us what's going on. Well, uh, actually, it's just one room. The house is air conditioned, but we have a room addition uh, that was put on over a concrete porch and below that a basement. And uh, I was told that we couldn't get a um, doctor an outlet into this room. And I heard Richard Terthuey from this old house talking. Uh, he was going to talk about a heating and air conditioning a room without ducts. And unfortunately, I couldn't stay to listen to it. And I wondered if you could tell me about that. Yeah, that's uh, what Richard was talking about is something that we call mini split ductless. Now, in a situation like this, a mini split ductless system would be perfect because, uh, like the name, you don't have any ducts. So you don't have to have a traditional air handler and then ducts that extend into the space. Mini split ductless consists of a compressor that's outside and then the air handler which hangs on the wall inside your addition. And there's a refrigerant tube and electrical wires that go from one to the next. And when the thermostat tells it to come on, the mini split ductless system will come on, it will cool your house, and it will also could potentially warm it as well because you can get a mini split ductless system that's set up as a heat pump as well as just an air conditioner. So you could have additional heat in that space as well as cooling. They're made by a wide variety of manufacturers. Uh, you could take a look at, for example, uh, Mitsubishi. Okay. Mr. Slim makes one. Uh, Fujitsu makes one. Uh, and I have one in my office, actually in my studio. And I have one in the studio because it's so quiet, we can be on the radio even with the uh, mini split ductless uh, running. Well, that's great. And, and the, uh, if it had heating, obviously that would be an electrical heating right well it's it's heat pump oh okay because we have oil heat for the house and air conditioning but just this one room yeah it's electrical yeah but it's a heat pump system basically the difference between heating and cooling when you're using this is a, a heat pump reverses the refrigeration cycle so that you get warm air inside as opposed to cold air oh okay and are there any uh estimates like just starting out what uh, price might be the you know I know it depends on I imagine the uh, how large your room is, 
but I just wondered, you know, into the thousands, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, it will. It will be into the thousands. You know, I'm going to say probably a couple of thousand dollars for the unit plus installation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's not inexpensive, but it's a real problem solver. And right. uh, once you have it, you'll be so much more comfortable. And you'll get the use out of that room, you know. Right now, you can't use the room too much, so you'll get the use out of it. Well, we t- have the door open, and, and the air and the cool, I mean, heat comes in uh, somewhat, but you need, a, a, like, a fan. In the winter, you need a little heater to add to it. Yeah, this is a perfect solution for you, Rose. Take a look at the mini split ductless systems. They have to be professionally installed, but it's going to make you much more comfortable in that space. Okay, well, thanks a lot, and I do enjoy listening to you every week. Thanks, Rose. Well, outdoor spaces at home have come a long way in recent years, growing from a wish list item to an essential design element that expands the livable space of your home. But while outdoor living has traditionally been focused on your backyard, the Department of Energy reports that creating what they call social front yards is gaining in popularity. Yeah, a social front yard is basically a front yard that's designed not just for aesthetics, but also for sort of a natural area for friends and neighbors to interact. Now, according to the DOE, there are a few key elements to creating a social-friendly front yard. First of all, outdoor rooms, right? The social front yard typically has to support functions like playing and resting and entertaining. If the area is not used, it's not a success. So you want to make sure your design makes social and functional spaces feel like an integral part of the entire front yard rather than sort of a disconnected fragment or section. All right, now let's talk about variable seating. Now, just like your backyard, it's smart to create various seating areas within that larger space. And this can take the form of a seating area like a fire pit, a bistro table if you're thinking about casual eating, maybe a porch swing, or just even general lounging hangout areas. And you also want to think about fencing to keep your kids and your pets safe. You know, it's nice for kids to be able to play in your front yard, but it also poses the risk of the street. And depending on where you live, it could be a very busy street. So fencing could be needed to keep your kids safe. You also want to think about sight lines from the street to the yard. Now, possibly this is the most important thing to consider, and you want to make sure that your home doesn't feel closed off or imposing. So paths should appear welcoming so that landscaping should allow views from the street, and that's going to create an inviting feel. You don't want to kind of like trap yourself with landscaping or fencing and change that whole kind of welcoming feel of the front of the house just to give you that functionality, but it definitely is awesome to use that front lawn. And, of course, we used to have all this covered when porches were more popular. But if you don't have one, these are a great way to create a welcoming space to hang out and enjoy family and friends. I am one of the few fortunate homeowners that actually still has a porch. And we do enjoy it, spend time on it. Uh, but I guess even if you have a porch, you could have like sort of a second tier, right, where it kind of goes out into your front yard and creates some of those other sort of really comfortable spaces. Yeah, porches are the best. But if you don't have one, front yards work, too. You know, it kind of redefines curb appeal, too, doesn't it? It's like we always think of curb appeal as the presentation of the house and the trim and the lawns all trimmed and painted neatly. But now it's going to look like a total chill-out space, no matter what side of the house you're looking at. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. 
It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Now we're heading over to Nebraska where Dan's on the line with a mold situation. What's going on? So I put up a pole building three years ago, and uh, it's uh, 48 by 36 and 10-foot uh, side walls. And I finished off about 700 square feet on the inside, and she rocked it, put R30 in the ceiling, R19 on the walls, and it's got a four-inch slab concrete base to it. And this spring I went out there and I had mold all over everything mm-hmm. and I don't know what's causing that. I, I The first two years I never had a bit of problem. Well it's been a very wet year. Now you have no heat in this building I presume? I heat the bathroom uh, it, which is about 8 by 10 during the winter here in Nebraska and the rest I don't heat. Well look mold needs three things to survive. It needs moisture, it needs air, and it needs food. And all of those things are available in that pole building. Your walls are made of drywall, I presume? Uh, yes, sir. Sheetrock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Drywall, yeah. So the paper face on that is terrific mold food. And you have moisture there, and you have plenty of air, and you're not heating it, so the humidity is always pretty high, and that's why you're growing mold. So you need to at least ventilate that building. If you're not going to heat it to keep moving the air through it, so it doesn't, the humidity doesn't come, become quite as high. But at this point, if you've got all that mold, that has to be treated. Yeah, and I've done that. I've gotten that all out of there uh, right now. But I, I And I put a dehumidifier in there just okay. to... Uh, okay, well, that'll help. You know, And it took me like two and a half days, and I got it down to like 30%, so it, it came right down. Do I need to seal the floor, the concrete floor in there? Uh, I don't think that that's necessarily the cause of the problem. I don't think it's a bad idea to to seal the floor, 
But I think that this is just a condition of the fact that you've got a, a damp building there with no central heating system, with plenty of drywall, plenty of moisture, and plenty of air. So it, just because of the conditions, the mold's going to grow. Now, there, there were other ways that you could have constructed these walls. For example, there's a, there's a product called Dens Armor, which is a fiberglass-faced drywall that's specifically designed not to grow mold because it's not organic. But with paper face... Uh, in an unheating building like that, I'm not surprised that it grew. That 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 it grew. Well, I am surprised it took two years, but it might just be that it was just so moist uh, this last year that it really took off. Uh, how do I uh, how do I go ahead and vent that? Though? Well, what I would do is I would probably have a, a fan in there that was based on the humidistat. So when the humidity got really high, that it would kick on and and draw air uh, out of that building, kind of like having an attic fan but on a humidistat instead of a thermostat. Right, that plus the plus the dehumidifier should help you keep the moisture to a minimum. But keep an eye out for mold because you know, it, once it gets started, then it really can take off quickly. And it sounds like that's what happened in this case. So if you catch it sooner than later, you're going to be much better off. Yes, I, I want to try to eliminate it completely. So uh, I'll try that. Uh... All right, and when you do find the mold when it gets there, you make sure you treat it properly so that you kill the mold spores. Don't just try to scrub it off because. It'll come right back. you got to treat it to kill the mold spores, then clean off the rest. Pat in Arkansas is dealing with a humid house. What's going on there? Well, I have a new uh, uh, heat pump, and uh, it's not taking out the humidity. Of course, I live in a humid uh, area, but uh, I, I just wondered. It's supposed to take out the humidity, as I understood. Well, not really. I mean, air conditioners in general, central air conditioners, which is essentially what a heat pump is, um, are not designed to be dehumidifiers. They do dehumidify by virtue of the fact that they're cooling the air, but they're not as effective as other forms of dehumidifiers. There's a couple of other ones that you could consider, one of which is called a whole home dehumidifier, and that's built into the HVAC system. It would be built into the duct system, and that can take out about 90 pints of water a day. Uh-huh. And there's another type of standalone dehumidifier. In fact, I just put one of these in my own house, and I thought it was absolutely terrific. It's by Santa Fe, and it's a small dehumidifier that installs, in my case, I put it in my basement, and actually is suspended from the ceiling in an unfinished part of the basement. And it's only 12 by 12 by 22, mm-hmm. and it takes out 70 pints of water a day, and it's really neat. Once I had it up for an hour or so, I went down there, and you could just see this pretty strong stream of water dripping out of it, and all that water used to be in the air, and now it's no longer there. So you need to do some dehumidification, and I think that you'll find that that will do the trick, Pat. Okay. Uh, what is the average humidity supposed to be in the house? 30 to 50%? Well, yes, I say around 40. So we're in the same neighborhood. Okay. And if you put a good dehumidifier in, that will be set up to a humidistat so that you'll always know what the humidity is. And it'll come on as it's needed. Right, exactly. Okay. All righty. Well, I thank you so much. Good luck, Pat. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, a beautiful new deck can be the centerpiece of your backyard outdoor living experience. But if your deck is ready for an update or even a complete replacement, there's a new option that makes this process so much easier, and it's rolling out exclusively at Lowe's.com. Now, it's called the Trex Transcend Deck Kit, and it includes all of the Trex materials that are required to build a 12-foot by 16-foot deck, including Trex's top-of-the-line Transcend Decking, the Trex Fascia, and the Trex Hideaway Hidden Fasteners. Yeah, they've made it super easy because pretty much with just one click on Lowe's.com, you can purchase everything you need and have it ready for pickup at your local Lowe's store 
or it can be shipped directly to your project site. Now, Trex Transcend is a beautiful product. It's got a high-definition grain pattern. Uh, the Trex Transcend Deck Kit at Lowe's features the brand's very popular island mist color, and that's got a weathered look. It kind of looks like driftwood, but with none of the maintenance hassles that real wood needs to keep it maintained. Now, you can use the Trex Transcend to create a brand new deck, or you could use it to make over one that's basically structurally sound but needs a big facelift. And that's a project I'm doing right now at our house. And I got to tell you, the transformation is spectacular. You know, in our case, we had a wood deck that was solid, but it was old and it was really in need of some dressing up. So what we decided to do is to remove the old wood decking and replace it with the Trex Transcend decking and then also add the Transcend uh, railing kits and we've got now a beautiful new 12 by 16 plus deck and it looks fantastic and we were able to rely on a lot of the old structure in doing this well that's going to look great and it really is going to be a lot easier to take care of you're never going to need to worry about sanding or staining or painting just an occasional soap and water clean and it's going to keep it looking like brand spanking new i mean i've had our trex deck which is not even this new product for what is it 15, 16 years in my house, and it looks fantastic. I mean, and truly, like every so often, I just kind of give it a quick clean just to get the, the dirt that, you know, blows around in the winter season off of it, and it looks fantastic. So think about that, guys. Such a time saver, and you're really going to get to enjoy it. You can check out the new Trex Transcend Deck Kit, available exclusively through Lowe's. Learn more at lowes.trex.com. That's lowes.trex.com. I love that I was able to order everything online at Lowe's. I mean, just one click, and everything was in my my shopping cart. I was able to buy it, ship it right to the house, and we were good to go. Kevin in Rhode Island has a question about keeping a basement dry. What can we do for you? I removed a downspout extension that took the water away maybe three feet from the foundation. Okay. And I replaced it because someone said it didn't look good. I replaced it with, with a cement kind of water carrier wave, which is two feet. And uh, I noticed I have some water in the basement, so uh, it's very damp. It's damp is what it is. Yeah. So I put a little crushed rock at the end of the extension, hoping that that would maybe uh, help out on the water dispersing down or something. Yeah, that's not going to do anything except prevent erosion. If you want to make your basement drier, you got to move the moisture away from it. You were you were on the right track with the downspout extension. Now, if you don't want to see that, you might want to explore the possibility of running your leader into a solid PVC pipe and running that underground but it has to be pitched and then discharged somewhere. So it depends on kind of the shape of your property as to whether or not you could make that happen. But uh, I would rather see those downspouts extended away from the foundation wall than deal with the water that can accumulate in the basement as a result. Good idea. All right, Kevin, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Hey, guys, if you've got a big project to take on over the upcoming Labor Day weekend, we've got a big giveaway that can help. Right, Leslie? We sure do. We've got the Wagner Control Pro 170 High Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer. If you guys have an exterior painting project, this is awesome. I mean, painting a fence with a brush or a roller, it takes forever. There's so many nooks and crannies. But with the Wagner Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer, zip, 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 you have painted like a pro in all of those hard-to-get-to areas super easily. You're going to use 50% less overspray paint. You're not going to make a gigantic mess. It's going to go on three times faster than a roller. It's like you hired a pro, but you did it yourself. So this really is a fantastic prize to get a ton of painting projects done in the upcoming fall season 
that's going to make your house look exceptional. It's a great prize. So make sure you check it out both in-store and online at Lowe's Home Improvement. That Wagner Control Pro 170 high-efficiency airless paint sprayer is going to go out to one listener. Make that you, whether you listen by radio, by podcast, on the website. We would love to include you in this giveaway. So call us with your questions because that's how you qualify or post them at moneypit.com. Our number again is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Dan in South Carolina needs some help with a garage project. How can we help you today? I just want to know, is there any product, linoleum tile, I could put on my garage floor? It's been painted already with a stain, and they tell me I have to sand it up or anything. Is there anything I could put on that that would stay when I drive the car in and out? Yeah, you know, there are garage floor systems, tile systems designed specifically for garage floors and to stay in good condition when you drive the car um, over it. These are usually tile systems that lock together. They're very attractive. You could take a look at Race Deck, for example, racedeck.com. You'll see some drop-dead gorgeous floors there. And there are others as well. They're, once they're installed, um, you know, they look good, they clean easy, and uh, you know, they're not going to peel up. And there's no glue involved? They lock together? No, they, no, they lock together and they snap together, and they're they're basically floating floors, but they're great. Oh, great. Thank you very much. Your place is going to look like Jay Leno's garage if you put this in. Okay, that's what I want, without the cost. <laughs> All right, take care. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, a tree in your landscape can be a thing of beauty, but after it's gone, that stump left behind is not so cute. It's a tripping hazard. It can damage your lawnmowers. You try to mow around it. It's going to attract insects. And let's face it, guys, sawn-off trunks really don't look that great. So stump removal is truly your only option. And sad to say, guys, there's nothing easy about stump removal. But if you're willing to trade off waiting time for expense, there are a number of ways that you can eliminate the stump for very little cost. Here are a few of those different methods that you can choose from. Yeah, now the most common method of stump removal is grinding, but that job is about as far away from DIY as you can get. You'd have to hire a tree service who uses a very specialized stump grinder, a machine, by the way, that resembles a torture machine from the scariest horror movie. The tool features a spinning circular grinding blade that is plunged into the ground again and again to chew up the stump and reduce it to sawdust. And it works really well, but it's super expensive. It will cost you hundreds to have a stump removed that way. But if you are a hardy do-it-yourselfer, you could also dig out the stump, and that's fine if it's a medium to small size stump. That can be done in a single afternoon. You basically have to dig around the stump with a pointed shovel to expose the roots and then cut through those exposed roots. The idea here is to get this kind of cut down below the grade line, and then you let Mother Nature do the rest. All right. Now, another option is to use liquid stump removal products. They generally contain potassium nitrate, and that's going to speed up the microbial process of decomposition. It could be in liquid form. It could be in a powder form that you mix with some water. And this method works if you cut the stump as close to the ground as possible. Then what you do is you drill multiple one-inch holes that are 10 inches deep in the top of the stump, and then you pour that chemical into the top of the holes. I mean, you really follow the directions, but what you're trying to do is get that product into the inside of the stump so it can decompose it from the inside. Yeah, you have to wait several months for the chemical to really work, and then you chop out the softened wood with an axe and you fill the hole with soil. Now, I did this myself to a tree that was maybe 
12 inches in diameter, maybe 15 inches in diameter. And it did work, but I burned out my drill in the process. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, because I probably, I chose a drill that probably wasn't designed for, you know, drilling 10 inch deep holes in, in, uh, in, uh, oak and it just fried. <laughs> I smelled it. It burned up and that was that. I had to throw it away. But the good news is I uh, got the stump out and you got a new drill. That's right. <laughs> Not like I need an excuse to buy a new tool, mind you, but right. it's always helpful when I have one. David reached out, and David wants to know, how can I improve the airflow in rooms where the doors are kept closed? He says, we've got a cat, and we need to keep the bedroom door closed to keep him out of the room, but the AC and the heat is never right. It gets uncomfortably warm in the summer and cool in the winter. He's saying he doesn't want to enlarge the gap at the bottom of the door since the air, since the cat hair, sorry, and the dander can still then get in. He's been thinking of installing transfer grills above the door and is wondering if that's going to help. Well, yeah, first, first of all, you are correct you do need a larger way, a larger gap, and typically it's under the door to let the air get back to the system. Well, it's got to really get back cool. to the return duct. Well, right, because people think that the air comes out and it's cold and it cools your room and that's it. It's not the way it works. It recirculates over and over and over again, and that's why your your house gets cooler. Now, if you stop the recirculation, it's not going to work. So you got to find a way for it to get back. Now, if you don't want to enlarge the gap under the door, uh, that's the easiest thing to do, and I would make like a good inch and a half gap there if I if I if this was my house. But if you're worried about that because of the dust and the hair, yes, any other hole in your wall between that room and the rest of the house is going to work. And if the right place to put that is above the door, and you want to do something fancy schmancy with a transom, great, go ahead and do that. But the other thing that you can do, and I've seen it, and it's a very easy and effective and very inexpensive way to do it, is you if you simply cut a hole in the wall. Uh, the size of a return vent, right? Now, a return vent basically just covers that hole, and it's wide open, and you block out the bottom of the, of the open wall cavity in the top. Now you have, like, sort of a square-framed hole in your wall. Put a return vent on one side, a return vent on the other, and now you got another way that air inside the room can get drawn back to the rest of the house. So no matter how you do it, you got to recirculate that air if you want to be cool and comfortable in the summer and if you want to be warm in the winter, and those are a couple of ways to do just that. All right. Next up, Ronnie wrote in saying, I've got an annoying plumbing problem. I have a small ranch-style home built in 1967. When taking a shower and the water is used in another part of the house, the hot or cold water decreases in the shower. Can this problem be remedied? Yeah, it's happening because there's not enough incoming water pressure, Ronnie. And as a result, the pressure is going to drop for either the hot or the cold when the water is used elsewhere. And because of that, you get less pressure in your shower, plus... You often get big changes in water temperature in that shower, and that can cause a very surprisingly cold or hot water blast of water that is pretty uncomfortable. But there is a solution. Uh, It's called simply a pressure-balanced valve, and that's exactly what it does. It's not going to stop the pressure from fluctuating, but it will keep the balance between the amount of hot water and cold water flowing into that shower consistent. So that will stop those unpleasant temperature changes. And the other thing that you might want to do is reach out to your water company or have your plumber check the water pressure at the main. Now, if it's less than 50 pounds, there may be a number of ways to increase this and therefore reduce or eliminate the problem. A lot of times, if you have low water pressure, 
you know, becomes increasingly more difficult. But 50, 60, 70, that would be in the normal range. That's what you're looking for. All right. Hope that gives you a hand, Ronnie. And then, you know, you can take a nice hot shower without anybody disturbing the water temp and pressure and all those things. And then, you know, your kids will just have to dump a pitcher of cold water over your head to get the same effect. (laughs) The old-fashioned way. (laughs) This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. Hey, thanks for spending this little part of your day with us. We hope you're enjoying these final weeks of summer. If you've got some questions about projects you're planning for the weeks ahead, we'd love to hear from you. Just reach out anytime this week at one money pit or post your questions online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Live in a money pit.